Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Several years ago, when Frank Horton was the president of the University of Toledo, he was chatting with a small group of people, including me, about the desire of many UT students for more parking lots and parking spaces on campus. University of Toledo, after all, has thousands of students who drive to campus every day for their classes. So perhaps a case could be made then and now for more places to park their cars. President Horton was having none of it. UT doesn't have a parking problem, he said to us. UT, he insisted, has a walking problem. His point was that parking spaces were abundantly available, but not necessarily close to class. Most UT students who commute know the drill. They're running a little late, and they drive around in circles, hoping a parking spot will open up so they can get to class on time. President Horton's implied message was simple and straightforward. Come to campus a little earlier. Find a spot and walk. It's not possible or practical to offer every student a parking spot at the front door of a classroom building. The conflict between the UT students and the university administration is a common one heard at college campuses across the land. Similar gripes are voiced at Bowling Green State University, although BGSU has always been more of a residential school than a commuter school. At the risk of upsetting today's college students, I agree with what President Horton said back in the day. And I agree with similar sentiments expressed by college administrators today. My wife and I have season tickets to Bowling Green State home basketball games. And I see BGSU's walking problem every game. When the university's new basketball arena, the Stroh Center, opened five years ago, I remember expressing concern that the student section was too small. Two bleacher sections at the west end of the court were designated for students, and one of those was set aside for the pep band. That didn't leave many bleacher seats for the rest of the student body, and Bowling Green had roughly 18,000 students at the time. Basically, I was told that if student demand was substantial enough, an additional section of the arena would be designated for their use. Turns out it was not an issue. Barely four or five students show up most game nights. This is Division I college basketball, and while it might not be Duke or North Carolina, it's still pretty good and excellent entertainment. Before the Stroh Center opened, the Bowling Green Falcons played their home games in Old Anderson Arena, near the center of campus and an easy walk from the dormitories. Hundreds of students attended, and most nights the joint was rocking. The Stroh Center, on the other hand, is a bit of a hike from the campus green, Therein, I'm afraid, lies the problem. University sports marketing staffers have even tried bribery, offering a $50 prize if a student whose name is called during a timeout is actually at the game. The prize is rolled over if unclaimed. It's almost always unclaimed. After all, what are the odds that with a student body of almost 20,000, the winning student is there? The intimacy that made Anderson Arena such a tough place for visiting teams to play has not yet been recreated at the Stroh Center. You know, it's possible it never will, unless a brisk walk becomes an accepted mode of transportation. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m or hear past episodes at wgte.org slash life.